You're listening to El Yoshi Did It Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi and Lalit Arvani. I have two guests. Um, I have uh, John H., good friend of mine. Hi, John. John. John's a dear friend of mine who um, I used to work with him, Evil Angel. God, how, how long has it been? Like, when did you work there? It's been about seven, almost eight years now since I worked there. You did everything, camera work, but mostly editing. And um, John's always been good. Like, he'll explain to me who's who in the adult business because, you know, I, I think you started like maybe a year and a half, two years before me, but you were pretty much connected in the business and you would tell me like this guy's a good guy stay away from this person and so on and so forth you know well i just fell into it I got baptized over extreme and that's where you learned where all the assholes were at and extreme was a one of the um are they still in business they've actually some there's like extreme 2.0 or some shit like that they're trying to do something tom byron's back with them the whole bit what's I, extreme they're they're at one point, one of the biggest gonzo porn company, and they got in a bit of a legal problem. And, uh, and, and of course, they're mainly, they were notorious for being themselves on what was it? Um, was the, uh, they went out and told the U.S. government, come after us. They were, yeah, they were making rape films the whole bit. And they said, come, yeah, and they said, come get us. Wow. The name of the movie is Forced Entry, and I think yeah. in 70s and 80s. Forced Entry? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was a title of actual movie back in 70s and 80s, if I remember. But, um, you know, name would suggest they really were extreme. They really went out of their way to upset the government. And uh, well, we'll was talk- it really rape? No, 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 it's, no, all, no. it's all fake stuff. And then they literally, they do anything possible to be offensive. Uh-huh. I mean, they literally have people dress up as like Civil War soldiers, rape a black girl. It was anything you could do to be possibly the most offensive thing you could do. Mm. You know, I mean, they had people up on the cross, the whole bit. It was anything they could get away with. But they were also a wrestling company, and that's the reason I fell into it because I worked in a mainstream company. And we were distributing their wrestling tapes and doing really well with it. So I hit them up, asked them any of the editors or anything like that. Ended up getting hired. Then found out they did porn. <laughs> and then found out, guess what? You don't get paid for the wrestling stuff. You only get paid for the porn stuff. So I'm like, great. Uh, yeah. First check from bounced. That's, I mean, yeah, they're notorious. Yeah. Brandon Iron told me about not getting paid. For oh, that, there was a whole thing. with the, If you got a blue check or a green check, depending on if you're getting paid. Oh, what? Yeah. Which one was the good one? Um, I want to say it was a blue check for the good one and green were bad. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a trip. So John H., group friend of mine, was kind enough to introduce me to his friend, Jerome, and we met yesterday, and um, it, it was great. I, I really was, it was great to meet you yesterday because some of the things that you said really reminded me, people in this business just disappear, and I, I forgot that they disappeared, and I forgot those names, but um, yeah, you know, thank you very much for coming to this show today and meeting with me yesterday, and um, I love all your stories. So can you tell us, like... Well, I'm DVRing The Walking Dead, so I have some time. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Homeland. Homeland, um, no. Dexter. Yeah. No, I'm basic cable here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jerome, um, you have another name you go by? Yes, The Minion of TheMinion.com, cheap plug. Um, yeah, John and I were kind of like the same frat brothers that went through the same hazing, you know, at different points. Yeah, no, I never fucked on camera. Well, yeah, there's a big difference between our hazing. I never had corn thrown at me or that shit. But I never got a bounce check either. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> it pays to be the talent. <laughs> so how did, how did you get in into the business? I met Chico Winker Wang um, when he was at Extreme. And 
a year later, he was writing for Luke Ford, and he said he needed a quote minion, someone to learn the site, um, the business. I came in, and um, that was November '03. Interviewed, got it. And um, to let the listeners know, Chico Wayne is Korean American pornographer, and I met him half a dozen times. And I have to say, he was very nice to me. But I heard from other people, you know, people have different experience with him. But it was pretty unusual for me because I started I started in the business '99, but he was one of the few Asian guy who dealt with heterosexual porn site, you know. So for me, it was exciting to meet someone like that. But because there's so few of us in the business, so Chico was a um, Korean American pornographer, and right. I actually like his stuff. And Extreme Associate was once again it's a big Gonzo company. Mm-hmm. So okay, so so that was late '03, and that's uh, I met John around that time, and I was you know lighting sets, getting the douche and enema, the, all the groundwork stuff, shooting the behind the scenes, and uh, my first weekend I was getting peed on. What by which girl? Mason Storm. Okay, I'm I'm hoping it's a girl. And yeah, oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I checked, you know, uh, the plumbing was there. And uh, <laughs> well, how does how does it happen? Like, um, did they ask you? Like, it's okay for this? No, there was Chico never asked. He told you. Um, I went to AIM, which was at the time the the standard for testing, and I thought I was just going to get a blowjob on camera as part of my initiation. Mm-hmm. That night, I went and bought adult diapers, and in um, <laughs> the garage of his house at the time. She made me do dumping jacks. They ridiculed my shortcomings. <laughs> and uh, it's funny now. And um, uh, she peed on me, and I jerked off on her feet. And then we went to Cheesecake Factory, and it was delicious. Didn't you tell me, like, they didn't have a hot water? No hot water. So you're just marinating urine. I'm baby wiping off and praying to God that no one ever sees the video. Is it out there? It's It was. It's on a different server, and I don't... Unless you downloaded it to your hard drive, it's not out there. Were you turned on by her urinating on you? No. But now I am. (laughs) Oh, is that right? (laughs) Yeah. The longer you're in this business, the more perverted and sick you become. That's a question I have, if we can jump. Can we jump right into that? Go ahead. So what do you, do you become desensitized to certain kinds of sexual activity that you have to kind of always like take it up a notch? And how long do those thresholds last usually if you even... Have an awareness Des- of that. Desensitized, yeah, and then you got to start looking for other stuff. I haven't crossed the tranny boundary, and I won't. But uh, Were you tempted? No. Uh. No. <laughs> no. I'm not a fan of that. But uh, you start watching different stuff or different kicks. And because at a certain point, you recognize everyone and the stuff that you work on. You, you don't even have to see them, their face. You're going to be like, hey, that's John Strong's dick. Yeah. You know, or, uh, I, know, I know that feeling. Yeah. Because editing... Doing DVD stuff. I mean, I could just look at like Eric Everhart's dick, Triangle Dick. I know that one. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Iron or Lexington. It's just, you know, this is something that only I could talk to you guys, but anybody else, they just think I'm a fucking weirdo. But um, uh, the urine thing, I, I mean, how, how did that, that taste change? I mean, I never, well, I'm guessing salty. <laughs> I got. You learned to like it? No, <laughs> in, in, only experience I have with yours when I was a kid. In, in Asia, you share shower with your siblings, right? And um, I got soap in my eye, so I panicked. You know, I, I just didn't like it as a kid. And as I'm trying to get a water, my brother fucking pissed on my face. So that is the closest I've got 
urine, somebody's urine on my face, but it wasn't sexual by any means. No, it, it goes from please don't pee on me, please don't pee on me, to do we have hot water in the house? So when I do ask you to pee on me, I can wash off. So it, it morphs. Mm. Was the what was the pay like for you? I mean, was money? I mean, for both of you guys, I guess, like because you transitioned over from wrestling, and it was kind of like, okay, well, this is going to pay me money as opposed to wrestling because those checks weren't bouncing. And then for you, you just kind of went into it as a porn star. So, like, was money the motivating factor for both of you, or was it just kind of like this is interesting? For me, it was. It was honestly because it sounds terrible. It was really easy to get into, and the pay was for like editing stuff was if not better than most setting jobs, at least equal to. Mm. I mean, and the job security was there. There was always something going. And they didn't have a high standard. How? Uh, oh, fuck. If you knew how to do anything, if you knew how to turn on a computer, you were amazing to them. Uh. I mean, <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. I went in for the money. I hadn't been working. I hadn't been working for a while. And um, I'd always been a porn fan in junior high, high school. My lockers, most people in their lockers had pictures of Deion Sanders or Shaq. I'm showing my age right now. But um, <laughs> I had <That's> Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> folks. Yeah, I, I had uh, I had um, Shelby Stephen pick, you know, Savannah pictures in my locker. Oh yeah, I remember you know, her. You know, and hustlers in my backpack. I knew more about porn stars than I knew about the Lakers. Yeah, yeah I was fucking clueless. I had no idea who <laughs> anybody was. I walk in. I'm first job I'm working with Rob Black, which is the one who's wow. Yeah, during the feds, they're doing all this crazy shit. Who's Rob Black? Um, he was the guy who he owned Extreme Associates. He ended up going to prison for it for a while. They got busted on Sydney charges, the whole bit. Actually, some of the Sydney stuff they got busted for was this one girl, Blue Iris. She used to be on the Howard Stern show every so often. Old lady with a blue wig. Come on. Mm-hmm. I actually shot the still photos when they pissed on her in the back alley. And that's what they ended up getting. They prosecuted for those clips. For online. that one? Yeah, they got popped for that. was one of the ones that were named in it. Because they picked out something on Line <laughs> 7 Junk 2. I, I thought they got in trouble for forced entry only. They, they need no. There was like several five. Times it was called yeah. the Federal Five. But for, for forced entry, did we already talk about that? It's basically oh, the rape ones. Yeah, the rape yeah. ones, and um, that stuff really weird because you know you have Hollywood movies. There's some graphic rape scenes, and they were considered as artistic. You know, I, I don't know how, where the fine line starts, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I. I, I just, I don't know. I'm jaded. And when I watch that movie, that this is a real fake rape. Well, at least they have some sort of build up to it. Yeah. I mean, there's some story around it. This shit, yeah, there wasn't much. I mean, it was just there and happening. What is just like a guy banging on a door and then going in? Literally and... break into the house and yeah. um, rapes her. And I think he, I think one of them where he leaves and like neighbors will get him and beat the shit out of him. I think that's how some of the scenes ended. To be quite honest with you, I never watched a single one of them. Oh, is that yeah, right? No, most of the porn I ever watched was always shit I edited. To be quite honest with you, because like you're saying the same thing, if you're going to watch any porn, you know everybody that's in the shit. That's true. So it just gets real annoying real quick. You're like, oh, that guy's an asshole. And you don't want to watch it anymore. It just gets old real fast. But, so so Rob Black, you know, he, he and his wife, uh, Lizzie Borden, yeah. and, uh, they basically say, come and get us. And they did. I think her name was something, Miss Buchanan. She's district attorney assistant or something. But uh, um, they went after them and they got them. And I think, how much time did they do? Like a year or two? Well, somewhere around. There's like a year and a half, almost two years, somewhere around that ballpark. Wow. And, and, yeah. and that put, really put fear into the business. And uh, there's other questionable uh, w- website. They started re-editing their scenes because they didn't want the government to go after them. You know. Yeah, well, there's because they also there was like Max Hardcore that got busted. Yeah. Which he was notorious. He was just bad. Why? He, what did he, he do? Was, he was just all about 
just beating the girls up, pissing them down the throats the whole bit. Make them he look like they're 12. Yeah, make them look like they're 12 and then try to make them puke with his dick and just be as rough as possible with it. And Whoa. yeah, I actually met the guy once because when I was working, I just got hired to Evil Angel where Yoshi was at. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys I knew from Extreme Associates, he gone over and started working for uh, Max Hardcore and called me up and I just went up there just to see his house. Because he was just so notorious. It was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go for a job and just to see what the hell this place is like and see what's going on. And that's where I ended up. Because like with Rob Black, his big thing was the wrestling stuff too. He had the whole wrestling organization going. That's kind of what killed his company. Was they were dumping so much money into the wrestling trying to keep it alive. Because you know, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh no, that hurt him big time. He won, they, won, they were putting on events. They were going out to the East Coast and shit at the end. They were trying to do anything they could. And, but I ended up running into a, one of the wrestler guys up there that had a thumb go missing. Um, yeah, no, he had, somehow, I guess he was fucking Rob's wife. Oh, Messiah. Yeah, yeah Messiah. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, he was like, he was their golden child. That was the guy who was the big guy in their wrestling thing. It was like their main star. I, I heard that um, Rob found out that Messiah guy was fucking his wife, and they kept telling the guy, knock it off, and he wouldn't listen. The next thing you know it, I don't know how many guys got the guy, but they cut his thumb off, right? Oh, shit, that was, he, he was, he was on America's Most Wanted the whole bit. They had a reenactment the whole bit for really? it. Really? Yeah, they still don't know who did it. I don't know either, but I mean, so I guess several large black guys showed up at his house, put him through a fish tank and cut off his thumb. And did that stop the fucking? Oh, well, yeah, it was already stopped before that. He'd been kicked out of the company and stuff the whole bit. It was like, because when I ran to him, he'd been hiding for a little bit. He'd already lost the thumb. They, mm-hmm. they were going after more than his thumb. They had his pants halfway down while he was fighting <sighs> him off. And this, he's not a little guy. He's, a, he's, he's like 6'2", six 6'1". Yeah. Six he's pretty well built and stuff, and they roughed him up pretty good. They're, they're Anything take, happened to the woman? No, she, that was Rob's wife. That was like, whatever. Yeah, she they're, got, they're she, married. Yeah. She just shouldn't have been doing it. He should have known better. I mean, wow, yeah. Can, can I ask you both, because I always wonder Max Harcourt. Um, you know, Max is like in early to mid-50s, and he's got this cowboy's hat and short, and, you know, he's got an average-sized penis, right? So I, I sometimes think whenever guys have average penis. What's that, average size? Well, I, I don't know. What do you think he has, like? Yeah, which is average for uh, most guys. And so I thought because he's got average penis for that business, he have to do something extreme. That's, the, that's his selling point. Because big, black guys with big dicks, they, they already do a lot of damage fucking these girls. They don't really have to do anything beside that, you know? That's what I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, they just have to stick their penis in them. He was just a fucked up individual. He, the whole business was him and his brother mostly. His brother was shooting camera and doing all the junk. That's for right. Him. Yeah, no, it was just a bizarre family thing. I, don't, I would hate to have seen what their Christmases were like and shit. And he'll make the girls say, even they're 18 or older, he'll make them say things like, hey, mister, fuck my 13-year-old asshole. And, you know, it's, 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 it should be legal, but... Uh, but it's fantasy. Yeah, it's fantasy, but when you say stuff like that, you're going to bring the government after you. Yeah. Well, that, he got... Some of the girls he had... Um, I can't remember the one girl's name he had. She was borderline retarded, I swear to God. When I went there for the interview, she's a thrilled shitless as you figure out how to make a grilled cheese sandwich. She's often everybody fucking grilled cheese sandwiches to figure out how to make them. Um, yeah, no, he he would just pick a girl worker and stuff. He was pretty much an alcoholic and just rolling with it. Coincidentally, I think he gets less hate mail than I do. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt but, it. Yeah. No. Uh, and, and every girl, 99, well, I should say 99% of the girls that left my set had fun doing it. But tell us about your sets, Dominion, because yeah. I saw some of that, and I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? There's food. Well, you would think you would think they were sponsored by Bud Light, but they weren't. 
food, food, beer, and I, I didn't, I don't drink, but that was for the director. I think that's how he got through his days. Are you in recovery? May I ask? I don't or? drink at all. You just have you ever? No, no. I, I have one drink a year. Interesting. Yeah. So you take everything out with sex. Food's my vice. Food and, and sex. And food. Okay. So how is how is having sex with food? How is that for you? <laughs> well, like? it, it, you know, George Costanza kind of brought it into the mainframe, but, right. but I, I kind of like to <laughs> think, you know. I love that episode. Pastrami's <laughs> of all the cured meats. Yeah. It was distracting. I got through them. I got through the scenes. Was I it struggled. your idea to do that? I think it was a collab- collaboration at the time. It was I, usually trying to egg the girls into beating the shit out of you at the yeah. same time. It was usually just trying to get them to smack them around and just. Him just trying to have him act like a pig and eat as much food as possible at the same time. Yeah, I was supposed to be an agent, and I was, you know, my belly was the gateway to porn superstardom. And I would tell them before the scene, I'd say, "Look, I'm going to talk shit about you. It's not how I really feel. It's the character." And nine times out of ten, they'd say, "I can't do it. I can't do it." And I'd eventually egg them on, and they would take out their aggression towards men on me, mm-hmm. with it- me busting a nut at the end. And- <laughs> But it was think in college at the time. But Chico Chico Wayne's the guy who got you in the business. And, he brought me in, and he's the one who told the basically one of the girls that treat you like shit, right? Right. I mean, yeah. And I warmed up to it at the at the. Um, I, I think you were at the first few scenes, or you were you were you might have even shot a few. Um, referring to John, of course, but the scenes got progressively nuttier. In, in the beginning, I was like a deer in the headlights, mm-hmm. and at at a point, I, I really warmed up to it. Yeah, well, you destroyed the fucking the whole thing. Destroyed houses. Yeah, seriously, we tear up houses because we get these rentals and just mm-hmm. fucking destroy them. There'd be there'd be food plaster on the ceiling and shit. We were putting down plastic tarps at times just so we'd be able to walk through the house afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> mm. sounds like an episode of Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, um. So you, were you into being degraded before you started doing that, or did it just kind of evolve as you started? Doing I, I more can't of that? answer that because my sexual his, my sexual history before that was almost non-existent. I could tell you the first time I lost my virginity was cost me a hundred bucks. So, How old were you? Nineteen, mm-hmm. December tenth, nineteen ninety nine. I remember these things. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true. They're mile markers <laughs> in, in you your know, life. It's like where were you when Kennedy was shot? But um. <laughs> That's, I mean, I don't want to overuse the word extreme, but like it, it, it's crazy that, you know, you just virginity to front of a camera and porn, you know. And, and I, I think I have a lot of friends always asking, how do you get into business, whatever. But, man, they don't know the pressure and they have no idea the pressure to your front of the camera because everyone is judging you. Well, we, we, you got to pay your dues, I, yeah. you know, to really appreciate it, whether, you know, getting bounce checks or fucking some chick at 10 o'clock at night who... You just met ten minutes earlier. Yeah, we'd push yeah. into a lot of stuff too. I saw one time at the anabolic office where we pushed you into a fucking it was already a four way going on. Remember that with a was it John Strong? Yeah, with some new girl. Yeah, it was two new girls. Yeah, two new girls. Yeah. They were in there having a four way going at it and stuff. And basically we were just like, Go on there, go get your dick sucked. Go do it. No, yep. go 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 put it in her face. Go do it. Yep. Kept egging them on until we finally went and did it. And the, after that it lasted about another five minutes and everybody took off. Yeah, now you can't stop me from yeah. walking into those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like you know, unforced entry. Yeah. <laughs> Great! Wow, that's very interesting. Um, and one of the reason I, I I really want to talk to you for a long time because it was over the years. John always showed me clips and pictures what Chico was doing to you because that really shocked me that um, he would be so mean to you. You know, 
because when I met him, he was always nice to me, and I just didn't know the guy. I, I was shocked that. Well, because the, he wasn't comfortable with you. Well, Chico too. You got yeah. Chico's pretty notorious. He ended up dying the whole bit. It was there was a long backstory of that guy. He went. He started off going by Wanker Wang. Yeah, that evolved into Chico Wang. And he made tons of enemies in the business. Yeah, he pissed off everybody. Everybody was nice to him because they didn't want to get tore up online. Yeah. Because he was running a website, Luke Ford. Yeah. Which he was, I guess, a journalist for the industry for a while there. He got a hold of that and had a decent lot of Well, Luke Ford was Matt Drudge of porn. He used to put fear in porno business because um, he would expose people doing something bad. And I think his specialty was history of porn and especially. Um, mob connection with porno business things like that and i'm friend with them and and then before i got to know him really well i mean at least when i worked for evil angel they were just be careful what you say around him and um watch out but yeah. uh luke luke, luke they, they he grew- just, what happened he decided to retire volt got a hold of the site bought the site off him and yep. then just went to town with it he would put everybody on blast it was everything from what girls were charging just to what anything they were doing to whatever director was trying to think he was gonna shoot the first anything and just fucked with everybody it was like wiki porn Thing, yeah. Way before everyone else, and he pissed um, Jewish Jordan, one of the big porno mogul uh, who used to be part of Evil Angel. But I remember that guy was being mad at that guy for whatever uh, reason. Chico yeah. must wrote something about him. They were just going back and forth. So Chico would just go off on anything he could. He made fun of him be a vegetarian. Just anything he go off on, would just fuck with the guy. Because at the time, Jules was at the top of the game. He was like yeah. the director, mm-hmm. so he was the biggest target that Chico had. And that's where, at the time, didn't realize what happened was. He did a background check on Chico, found out Chico had been arrested for beating up his ex-girlfriend and tossed in jail for a couple of years or whatever, and nobody else had a clue except for Jules Jordan, so Jules said, hey, guess what I know about you, and next thing you know, Chico's apologizing to him, talking about what a great guy he is and everything else, and all just kind of disappears. Which was rare, mm. to get to get Chico to back off was, that's deep. Yeah, because like, I didn't get it, because at like, the same time, I was cool with Chico, and I was cool with Jules Jordan at the same time. Got along with both guys. So I'm like, okay, cool. Didn't question. I'm like, all right, Chico finally came around. Yeah. It's all good. Turns out, no, he was just hiding his past. And then, shit, we were working at Anabolic and shit just went haywire. Yeah, it, that was, it, it was a ticking time bomb. And uh, Anabolic is another gonzo porn That's film where company. Chico left from Extreme. That's where he went yeah. right after. Mm-hmm. Their big fame thing was they were like the inventor of the gangbang. That was right. what got them on the map. They were the first ones to start doing that. And I, I have to say, to this day, when they released um, Rough Six One and Two, this is like late '90s by a guy named Contusion, and you know, I'm sure if I rewatch it now, it's like, oh, it's not a big deal. But at the time, you know, they're beating the hell out of the girls, shoving their head in the toilet, putting girls in dog cage, and things yeah. like that. And um, when I worked for, I think Tavu Video in Seattle, we. Um, we stopped selling them because we got concerned, like <laughs> the cops who showed them arrested. Yeah. So we, we kept them in the back warehouse unless customer specifically asked for it. Maybe we'll sell them. But um, yeah, so Anabolic was a big company. Yeah, their big thing was just recently somebody finally caught on the fact they shot a gangbang at the Coliseum. They were the ones that were all the news for that thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, They'd, USC in uh, 2001. Yeah, they had done that. And all of a sudden, I guess. Finally, is there a statute of limitations on it? Like, can they still? Well, pay? they had permission to shoot, from as far as I know. Oh. Yeah, so, but they know didn't know it was a porn. That was the problem. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like USC might be okay. But the funny, <laughs> the image yeah. of but funny thing the was, Trojan horse. But funny thing was, there's a bunch of people who work for school security and things like that, and there's a bunch of guys. They're not going to stop guys from filming porn because they were excited about it too. They All just right. kind of let it go. I think Mr. Marcus was in that yeah. scene. But uh, yeah, it's so 
Rough Sex One and Two and that gangbang at USC. That's um, but other than that, you know, it's they're a great company. Did they do? Did they do down down the hatch? That was Diabolic. That Diabolic. Was sister company. Their sister company. I I love that series by Mike John. <laughs> I know this means nothing to the audience, <laughs> but I I'm a big fan of his and um, yeah, th- those are really good. You know, as much movies I've seen, it takes a lot of um, it takes a lot to make me like something because you know you have to be really really yeah. good. Um, so anyway, the reason why Daron and I'm really happy that he's here and talk to him because um, Chico passed away in 2006. Seven. So, oh, 2007. I apologize. And he was married to a porn girl named Haley Page, and um, she is. I, I met her half a dozen times. Couldn't be a nicer and sweeter girl. Yeah, she's beautiful, really beautiful cool. girl, beautiful she's great. girl, real yeah. good girl. And um, I, 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 this is a part where I'm torn because I'm a dirtbag. I love porn, but at the same time, when you're working the business, you meet these girls, you get to know them. It's very cringy because I, I feel like I should have done something, said something to her, but. Um, um, do one of you guys want to tell, give detail what happened to her? She passed away uh, like a month before Chico, I think, if I remember right. Ooh. He allegedly beat her up. And I, I say allegedly because the day he got arrested, I saw him in the jail. And he told me to go to his house and make sure her and her mom didn't take any computer stuff or any cameras or anything. And visit, when I saw her, she didn't have any bruises or marks. And this is supposedly like... 12 hours after the fact. So I, I can't say for sure. Maybe he pulled a gun on her. Yeah, see, what I got from it was supposedly she, he was trying to get her off drugs and stuff too. Right. She went over to some guy's house that was a friend of a friend type thing, was doing heroin over there. He came over with a gun, basically got her out of the house. And I don't know what happened. He roughed her up or anything like that. But what happened was those people freaked out. They called the cops mm. and all that kind of junk. And he ended up getting busted. Right. And he got pulled in. Million dollar bail. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's because that's when everybody found out after that that he had the previous record. Right. Because before that, no one knew about it except for one guy in the industry. And he managed to keep that down for some reason. It was shocking. Nobody else found out about it. I, th- I think these guys don't want to have a record known in public about beating up girls because they need girls to make these movies. And if girls find out they have a history of beating up girls, they don't want to work with them. Right. You know? Yeah, and Chico was really good about playing with the girls. He was their buddy. He was their pal. He would yep. get what they wanted, do what they needed, all that kind of shit. So, so he was arrested um, because of that altercation that went yeah. down. And then because he had the history, they detained him and they were like, there was a million dollar bail. And that won't happen. He went on the lam. That was the last time I saw him was in the jail. Dude, he was he, gone for about two months. Did he marry her after that? I thought he married yeah, her married after. in August yeah. in Vegas. Because after he got out of jail, he ran out, got married. He got her. out on bail? He, I, I think they dropped the charge. Yeah, I don't. Oh. I think she got uncooperative. Oh, I didn't know that. Why did yeah. they drop the charge? Because basically she wasn't going to do it. She wasn't going to do anything with it. She wasn't going to push oh. it. Yeah. So they roll out. They get married real quick. All of, a cousin, all of a sudden, also that makes it so it's his wife now. Can't prosecute him really. She's not going to testify. That kind of shit. Yeah. And then she's ODs on methadone and something yep. else. So it sounds like he was trying to get her cleaned up because he was notorious for getting pills for the girls and everything. So it sounds like he's trying to do his thing and getting her clean. And then, uh, that happens a lot. I worked in addiction treatment, and if you, especially heroin and any kind of opiates. Any kind of drug, but like opiates, especially if you go off for a little while and then you go right back to where you yeah. were on your peak, then you're, I mean, I had a friend die that way. Yeah. Cause yeah. like when I, last overdose. time I'd seen them, cause there was a whole meltdown between the companies and stuff that we were at at the time. There was like, 
just a big old feud going on with everybody inside the industry. It was bizarre. And I finally got over there. And she was, when I was over there, it was clean. She was smoking weed, and that was about it, which mm. is shit for them. That's clean. <laughs> and then um, and after that, was just that's when she started going haywire. That's when she got back to the heroin stuff and the whole bit. But Daron, didn't you tell me you had a theory that maybe Chico was there and she overdosed and he panicked? Is that what? Uh, I think no. I, I think what happened. Mm-hmm. What I I think I remember reading was he rushed her to the ER. Yeah, and um, I think she died there. I don't think the cops ever showed up to the hotel room. I see. And then three weeks later, he was gone. He had a shrine built to her, and he was leaning over the bed. Mm. I think he was praying like wow. right before his heart went out. So Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how did his heart go out? Methadone. So he himself. Yeah. So he committed suicide. Yeah. Yeah, because for him, he didn't do pills. I only saw him take. He took Valium once and became an asshole. That's the only thing you ever saw him do drugs. He he would do. He drank constantly. That's reason the Bud Light. He would do an eighteen pack in a day, a night. Yeah. And that was one of the things. Was a weird deal afterwards. There's all accusations that he was doing coke during that time and everything else, which would make sense for all the alcohol content. But I never saw him do it. And I hung out with him enough that shit. I think I would have caught him doing or something, but. Never saw him. And then, you know, I mean, Daron was his right-hand man. Yeah. The Indian was there for everything for him. Like I said, when he got arrested, that's who he called. Mm-hmm. He, 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 you know, like I said, I didn't know him as well as you guys. You know, I'm, and he, he was not a perfect guy. But um, I, I'm always surprised when a girl like that fall in love with him because I, I didn't know her well either, but she was such a sweet girl. And it, it, it really made me sad when I found out she passed away. And uh, she obviously saw something in him that was good, you know. Um, the thing is, there's a lot of these girls seem really nice, but there's also that level of crazy. They're still doing what they're doing. She was a porn star, right? Yeah, no, she was. Okay. She was really sweet world. Great girl, but beautiful you know, girl. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's like, what was it Chanel Chavez? She was hilarious. She was just out there. Chanel, yeah, that was. I think he was wanting. He wanted to marry her. Or something. He always joked about yeah, it. Yeah, no, that was the one that he took to Hawaii with that time. And, yeah, yeah. She woke up getting a train run on her by a bunch of people. Does that That's often, what I heard does that yeah. often yeah. happen though? Do porn stars? I mean, form personal relationships within the business usually. Well, like it, you'll see a lot of, of a lot of the guys. You'll see they'll get a couple of girls in their pocket. They'll have the girls that oh, I love you, I take care of you type thing. It's basically almost a damn near pimp thing. Oh, is that girl you got the ace in the hole that you know will always work for you? So if you, you need a shoot and you get something done and you need a girl to perform, that's who he'll have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing. It was different with her at least because he actually married her and stuff. He really didn't care about her, wanted to stay clean. That's mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing I think was a confrontation with a gun because he did give a shit. He went to folk song artist concerts for her, with her, and he hated that shit. Yeah. He would text me from these concerts saying, I can't believe I'm here. I hate it. But he did shit for, for her. her. Yeah. So he really loved her. Oh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, it sounds like he, he took his life for because of her well, passing away. I think he thought that he he couldn't come back to porn. Yeah, he was done in the industry. Yeah, which is hard to do. That's very hard to fail from porn. It's yeah. Yeah. Why is that? In, in all reality, we say he didn't think he'd come back, but you can come back, dude. People have given other people AIDS, and they're still working in the yeah. industry. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dead serious. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's a pretty forgiving business. That, that, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's very low. We don't yeah. have a cure. Yeah. Come on back. Yeah. No, we that still that, use you. that that happened. You just faked the test. It's cool. You, you might have been <laughs> yeah. mistaken. It's all right. It happened. That happened to my you pulled out, right? My former boss, John Stellian's wife, Karen Stelliano, and right. uh, it's unfortunate for her because uh, did you know this? She. This is what I was told. Karen Stelliano, aka her stage name was Trisha Devereaux, and 
she was supposed either she had an option of either doing Brandon Iron that day, which she didn't know him that well, or Mark Wallace, and she chose to do uh, Mark Wallace. At least somebody told me. Or because he was established and Brandon was kind of new, she didn't. That's wanna, right. She didn't want to try a new guy. So, and Mark Wallace was infected by. She he had HIV. I don't know how he got it. Was Wasn't it known. No, no, he, no, 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 no. He was faking a test. He had a test with the wrong dates on it, the whole bit. Yeah, he was scamming the industry that So point. he fucked Karen, which is an absolutely evil thing to do. And here's the thing. He's still working the business, not performing, but editing yeah. production whatnot. Yeah, so, it's been a few years since I've heard him. Last I heard, he was editing. And he was working, yeah. you know, established company. So you would think it, when you do something like that, yeah. you'd be kicked out of the business. Yeah, but like excommunicated or something. Yeah, yeah you would expect it, but nah, nah. No, it's just, yeah, no, you're right back it's in like there. It's like family. Yeah. Well, it's a bunch of dinner. And recently, uh, we, we, I think we talked about this yesterday, uh, there's a black performer named Mr. Marcus, <laughs> who, who I like a lot, and uh, he made a bad judgment. I think he had a syphilis or something, yeah. and um, he hit the test result and kept performing, you know. But I got to say, I don't, I'm not defending what he did because it's not right, but I don't know what, why he did it, but... He's not a malicious guy. I, 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 what little I know about him, he, he, at least I don't think it was a malicious. I, just, I still was shocked they got away with it. He showed up and said it was sores on his dick because there's videos. Oh. There's video of the thing. Pictures got put out. Yep. It was obvious. He shot for was it Brazzers? I think it was Reality Kings. Reality Kings. I think so. Well, they, Which is owned by Brazzers. Man, when, they yeah. just bought them. So yeah. So basically Brazzers. And you I mean the guy shows up with sores on his dick and they're like, oh, go for it. It's cool. Eh, it's normal. That's that's average, right? The girls. Didn't even. I don't. I, I don't know which girl it was he shot with that day. I really don't. I just remember seeing the. Yeah, I just remember seeing the, the picture they had of it. You couldn't see the girl's face, and it was like, yeah. It's, a lot of times, I, I, I couldn't. I cannot believe a girl allowed that. Just seeing that. It's a lot of times stupidity. I was just, just going to say they don't know how to say no. A lot of these girls don't know how to say no. That's yeah. one of uh, Chico's big jokes. Is always how do you get a blowjob from a porn chick? You put your dick in her face. Yeah. They don't know what else to do. That's how you get a boy walk up through the street. That's going to happen. But it's weird that syphilis thing on the on the totem pole of evil shit that's been done in porn. That kind of ranks low. That's which real. Is sad. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, it's you got the HIV thing, which is it's right at the top. Right at the top. But uh, is there like a four hundred one k or something for porn? Like, is yeah. there like what would happen yeah, if you do and you wanted to be honest with it and you're like you have HIV and and you go and you're like. I, I'm positive I have HIV. What does the porn industry do then? They do absolutely nothing. That's the reason you They're see They're like, like, bye. If you're lucky like that, one guy ends up as an editor. Um, like Karen Sogliano, when she got hers, she ended up going back working at freaking Arby's. In Illinois. Yeah. But um, she, John Stelia, my former boss, I think he emailed her or something. And and John's also HIV positive too. So, so it was a match made in AIDS. So, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I have problem yes, with them. <laughs> I have problem with them, and I think not too much. But um, <laughs> but um, so in her case, it, it worked out. But um, um, what's his name? Um, Free Speech Coalition head of it. Um, what's his name? Weinstein, Whitaker, Whitaker. No, no, no. Um, he's like the uh, like a official historian porn. Um, he's he's a chubby Jewish guy with Bill Margold. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank not you. me. <laughs> I'm not that. So I made a mistake. He's he's been in business for a long time. In fact, he gave I think John Stelliano, my former boss, first job uh, in like early '70s, mm-hmm. and he's been he's been involved in the business for a long time. So anyway, I made a mistake of asking him, "Don't you think there should be fund for performers? There should be some kind of a program where once they decide to get out of the adult business, 
uh, we could help them transition to another career, training, and so on and so forth. And he just went off on me, like, we already do that, this and that. And I didn't know enough for me to defend myself. But, you know, I saw him earlier this year, and he forgot <laughs> we had this conversation years ago. So he was really nice to me. But at the time, genuinely curious. I want to help people, make sure they're okay. But he just went fucking went off on me, you know. So, um, well, it's a touchy subject because, like, a lot of people, they accuse the pornography, oh, you use them up and you throw them away. And it yeah. kind of does. It's yeah. really what it does do. Once the girl shot out, she ends up doing anything she can to keep getting shot because she needs to pay rent at that point. I blame. I blame. As cliche as it sounds, I blame society because if you have a girl, she shoots even 50 scenes and she goes to work at Target and someone mm-hmm. makes a stink of it because their their boyfriend or husband recognizes her. Yeah. And it takes one complaint to lead to another, to lead to another, and then they're yeah. out on their ass for something that was totally legal. So they so they can be ostracized from society. In a way. In their, yeah. yeah. Like, that's pretty intense. Did I mean, are you, so you're, you said you're not doing porn anymore. Uh, not performing, but I'm with Dogfart. Okay, and so what do you do with Dogfart? I shoot their green screen, their behind the scenes. I run their Twitter account at Dogfart Network mm-hmm. and, you know, write the scene descriptions. And I'm the behind the scenes guy. Oh, cool. So, so there really isn't a transition you can do into back into normal quote unquote society. No, I just, well, I literally just got laid off in September. So now I'm going to try to do that. We'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> The thing is, I'll just, basically I'll go into tech and stuff. I'm going to go into probably computer networking junk because I know computers. So I'm cool with that. But you've always been behind the camera. you know. Yeah, no, no, no. I've never been in front of the camera at all. Yeah. I just, not my thing. I, I was married before I started in the business. I talked to my wife before we started doing it because, like, hell, uh, is it cool if I started doing this stuff? And it was a paycheck. And like I said, literally at the time, yeah, I would start doing it because it was the wrestling company. The wrestling company looked good on a demo reel. And then, I mean, since I started editing and stuff, today it's not worth being an editor anymore. I wanted to ask you if I may interject real quickly. Yeah. Because it seems like you guys have been, Yoshi, uh, you guys have been in the porn industry for a while to see the transition from videos and VHS tapes to DVDs to the internet. Like, I mean, if if there's a. I lucked out. I walked in, I lucked out right when DVD was really taken off. You really see it took hold. People were making a lot more money with it. The industry was having a resurgence. It was great. And then over the last, I mean, literally five, six years, you've watched it just slowly die. It's becoming now to where there's a couple companies and that's it. There's we mentioned Brazzers Manwin earlier. They've bought most every website now, almost it seems like. They've got every other site is them now. In, in the past, it was, you know, I, I wish some of the girls would do a couple of years and get out and have a normal life. And then it was really hard for them to get out. The problem, problem with the last five, six years, they leave because they can't find any more work. That's, yeah, that's, no. that's what happened to them. Yeah, prices shifted on everything. Yeah. Like in the height of it, there was like guys were pulling down $1,000 a scene, which for a guy <laughs> was unheard of. Yeah, right. And then you watch it drop back down, guys are doing shit for two, $300. They're doing whatever they can get. Mm. And here's some um, other funny things I hear because unemployment is still high. I haven't worked since February. And uh, when you have a job, you should be very thankful. But I, I'm not going to mention names, but I have plenty of male performers bitching about I'm only getting 400, 500, fuck this girl. And like, do you even listen to yourself? You're fucking 18, 19, 20-year-old girl <laughs> in her ass and you're getting paid four or $500. Viagra ain't cheap. But, okay, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you got to put things in perspective. Like, you should be very thankful. Like, people work whole week hoping they get laid over the weekend. So. Yeah, but you also got to think of the ego. A lot of those guys, they've got yeah. the ego to where they are also a star. I mean, they are somebody and they've got to feed that part of it too. 
But they also have to realize, let's be frank, a lot of them are, no, don't, no disrespect to our own, but no. most guys are just furniture. Oh, I so it's cool. Okay. No, just not, just not, most guys are just furniture. Most heterosexual fans don't give a fuck about the guy. Oh, no shit. You know, it's, it's, it's about the girl. So. Yeah. No, I knew right away I was a circus act. I knew yeah. my, what my worth was, and I was fine with it. The hard part is, for the shooting end, though, a guy, even though the, the person, they don't give a shit on the other side. Yeah. The actual shooting, you need a guy you can count on. You actually, it's worth paying more for a guy that's good. It's worth knows what he's doing. It sounds stupid. You gotta have a guy that actually open up for the camera, knows where where to go, how to do stuff. Because you just have a general guy in there. It's he's not gonna know what the hell to do. It's gonna be lost. Right. You're gonna end up wasting all the money you spent that day. I've seen a Bukaki video on Jimmy Nutt Junction once. Those are just like random dudes going in there yeah, and jerking off on someone's place. Oh, most of those guys end up having to pretty much pay to do it because they pay for their yeah. tests and stuff. Oh, really? Nothing. Oh, yeah. They get nothing. That's yeah. <laughs> And if they don't, if they don't pop, you don't get shit. And I remember doing one of the shoot for Brandon, and they did paperwork for them, which is sad. I got paid more for doing paperwork than actual talent. Oh yeah. Oh, there's dudes that begging for bus money to get home afterwards. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, that's not a joke. I've I'm heard not, of it that's more not a joke once. at all because one third of the guys show up with bus transfer. Yeah. And two thirds have car, and most of them, if I remember right, um, live with their parents or something like that. But um, like. After I do my paperwork, like they would, they would walk up to me and like want to shake my hand, like I don't want to touch you and shake your hands after you know. There's one girl, forty guy, whatever yeah. you know. Luckily, I didn't have to deal with that shit much at all. I didn't do any gangbangs. I shot, did work on one gangbang with, well, two gangbangs with anabolic. Right. Other than that, I didn't have anything to do with any of that shit because that's just annoying. You're just asking for problems. Can I mention one more thing about girls? Because um, uh, you know, please do. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about enough, me. Enough cock talk. <laughs> no, no. Before, before, no, I have to say in front of the camera, and I'll be honest with you. I wish I could be in front of the camera, but I just, I would just panic. I just, uh, I tried it once. I tried to do it one time. One of those blow bank kind of thing, like ninety. I don't know when it was. So I had a, it's a collector's item. Your video. I have a mask. <laughs> I have, I have a mask on, and I'm just standing with a bunch of guys. You have a mask on. But I, I, <laughs> I didn't go through with it because a black guy standing behind me, he tripped, so his dick. Just no, no, <laughs> just slap my ass and like, I mean, I got my clothes and left. I was, I was literally crying out of driving out of there because I, it shocked the shit out of me. So that's the closest I ever gone with that sort of thing. But um, going back to Bill Margo and girls, because I, I've just maybe because I'm 43, I feel conflicted because a lot of these girls now are just, I'm, I'm old enough to be their parents, so I have a, a lot of mixed feeling. But Bill Margo, he yell at me. Give me a hard time about that. You know, do something for them. He pretend like he's doing something for them, but I'm not really sure about that. And Paul Thomas Anderson in in the Boogie Night in commentary, he talked about having a fight with Bill Margold. So um, I think there's a lot of people in this business that need help, but they don't complain because if you do, they don't get work. That was my impression uh, working for Evil Angel nine mm-hmm. years. I think I give credit for Evil Angel. They're pretty good about treating people. Their chicks never uh, bounce. And um, but having said that, there wasn't a lot of safety net for them, and um, I don't know what to say. Isn't there an organization? I, I was reading this book once. I was talking a lot about the porn industry, and there's an organization of like women, especially that were porn stars, and that you will, they'll be at like 
the porn conventions oh, and they're like cross. Oh, yeah, pink the cross. pink cross yeah and yeah. they're there to like try to get women out of porn no or they're like, still or whores no, they're or just attention whores now is the only difference oh really what? Oh, wow okay. I haven't heard them do anything for any girl other than <laughs> other than that bible wait why are they any different from regular girls being attention whore oh, oh well at least <laughs> they have pink shirts yeah they give out free bibles I, I don't mean I don't mean like they mean ask for donations but women I really believe this being desire is something yes. that turns they women seek on. They approval too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So whether in porn or fashion or. But uh, acting, how are they seeking or uh, attention whores? It's literally. It's honestly. It's this one lady. I can't remember what her name. Shelly Lubin. Yeah. yeah. She, there you it's, go. it's just her pretty much, and it's just her trying to get her donations to get her word out there. Which I don't know who she actually helps. Oh. Be, once in a while, she'll get a girl that she'll take under her wing, help her for a little bit, and then usually the girl falls back into porn. Yeah. Usually they. Fly yeah. away from the nest. They realize, oh, this chick really isn't going to do anything for me. It's just been talking. Now I have to go back and do some work to pay my rent. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I Honestly, like I said, I, there's no safety that I really know of. Once they're done with you, they're done with you. Well, I think a lot of girls, especially in the heydays, they, they thought, okay, well, I'm always going to be making X amount of dollars for X amount of time. So I can always blow my money, but it, the well runs dry after a while. And and that lifetime is very addicting because one of my friends is CPA or porn star, and these girls, you know, they get tax problem too. And let me tell you, when you're 18, 19... Are they 1099 independent contractors? Damn shit. <laughs> that way you don't have to worry about coming after you for anything on the set too. Huh. You're not an employee. You can't you should. Oh, that's right. And you know how difficult it is for these girls to get out of the business? Because, you know, you get used to doing boy-girl anal scene for 1500 1000 1500 back in the heyday. Maybe two grand if you're pretty, super pretty girl. Making that kind of money daily, then all of a sudden you decide to leave and start working at Starbucks at nine bucks an hour. It's really hard. That's, it's yeah. really, really I hard. I could see uh, clinical depression probably coming along then with a lot of these girls. They would start stripping, which they, they made pretty decent money way back well, in the day. The smart girls that were the ones who would come in, they'd do like a couple movies, they'd go on tour and they'd do the stripping and they'd sell their movies at the shows. That way they'd be like a headliner, they actually make some money doing the stripping. They make more money stripping than they would. And if they if they if they do escort business, they get way more money because yeah. they're notorious. And then, um, I mean, you know, my feeling is, if they don't have a pimp, they're managing their money and taking care of themselves. Then I I have no problem because vast majority of girls from Eastern Europe. I'm, I'm, I'm this is funny to say, but I'm very proud of them because a lot of them have no money. They do it. They make the money and take care of their family. One of my favorite one from Eastern Europe is Sandra Romain. I have a lot of respect for her because she was really mentally tough. And she said that what difference does it make if you make one porno or 700? Once you make one, people are going to judge you. But she saved so much money. Now she's back in Romania, supposedly, and maybe performing a little bit in Europe. But back in Romania has saved tons of money, and she's taking care of her family. I don't have a problem with that. Where I'm having a problem, and I don't know, there's nothing really I could do these girls get into that very much in a drug, abusive boyfriend situation. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I read that and, as uh, well. I, 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 see a, I, I notice it right away. There's a huge difference between the... Because I lived in Europe for a year over there working, and there's a huge difference in Eastern Europe. There's a huge difference between the Eastern European girls and the American girls. Yeah. Eastern European girls, especially, they, a lot of them, they had the thing where, well, they could shoot a, shoot a scene, buy a car, and be out of the industry. They wouldn't. No one in their family would ever know about it because the internet wasn't really around yet. So they get away with it and pull it off. And I think even if they find out, I don't think they're going to be as critical as we are. Well, that a lot more. It was a lot more just business for them. Yeah. They weren't there. It wasn't even trying to be a celebrity. Wasn't trying to be a party, yeah. which mm. a lot of these girls are. I mean, they're trying to do something. They were the just very people who, dollars. very people who are critical 
about these girls in business, I bet you privately they're watching that shit at home. You know, that's my feeling. And um, I, I don't know where that attitude comes from, but I, I hate it. Has, yeah, well, I mean, this culture and shame. I mean, and, and mm-hmm. I think uh, it's pretty fair to say that we live in a lot of societies around the world are, are patriarchal and probably a hint of misogyny is there. And they shame women on their sexuality. It's, it's kind of like most women, I think, grow up with, yeah, there's like a, there's this, dirtiness to sex it's but i think in eastern europe and probably other places like that, it's a little more open it's yeah, not like i have a, um, a cousin who grew up in switzerland and i remember her coming over at 11 and she was like talking about sex I was yeah. like, what are you doing like where do you get in trouble talking about it because i was so like jaded by it just in america and being armenian in america like both anyway so yeah there's just like different i guess perceptions of it but i think in general there i guess if it's safe to say most women especially are just kind of made to feel like that's an easy card to play on a woman is to make her feel bad about Absolutely. herself by calling her a whore or using her sexuality against her. Yeah. And, you know? he, and, and uh, I always remind my friends that the Eastern Europe, because they live under communism and yes. religion was not tolerated. So they don't have that kind of mix up, mixed feeling about religion and morals. Go. They really separate someone who has sexual needs. They just think it's a healthy thing. You know, you, you, you just need sex once you reach adult age they don't judge them so i i don't think i mean i really don't think there's stigma i mean in italy porn stars are like running for office and tv show rocco safredi who you uh one of the director for evo engine big star in europe you know so there's not a stigma there's even the whole thing where supposedly madonna liked him so much that's when the kid's name's rocco oh really Yeah. yeah that was one of the rumors was that was one of the reasons why yeah no she's he's famous over there there he's a star does TV commercials the whole bit, and people know about his. Oh, they know who. Oh, yeah, he's known for it. His wow. movies are big. Yeah, he's done mainstream movies over there. He played a uh, first mainstream movie, big one over there. He played a gay character actually. He's so famous. I, I, I this has only happened in, in Europe because I was in um, Barcelona Erotic Film Festival years ago, and um, you know we have conventions here too. But convention in Barcelona, a girl will go up on stage and say, "Hey, who wanna fuck me?" And, and see, so have hands or go up and she'll pick a couple guys they'll go up and try to fuck her in front of 500 maybe a thousand people watching them so anyway um which is different because you can't you you can't even show boob in a vegas convention i mean they did it 10 11 years ago but no more you know but i saw one time rock was afraid one of the biggest star in the world for sure in europe he was walking around in barcelona uh, film cons uh convention and some girl said hey Rocco this girl likes you he turned around started molesting her like just grabbing her tits and ass and she was really embarrassed and everyone in circle started clapping their hands like this is like artist the maestro this you know that it's like you know you do that shit in stage you go in jail but they were clap she her face was red but grabbing her ass putting her pants and fuck I remember was it Mike Tyson where the avian awards it was it was one that's the uh, expo not the actual award show Years ago, was it Evil Angel Booth? Yes, I brought him there. Yeah, you, what? Do you, yeah, you, you remember when he met Belladonna there? Yeah, he yeah, stuck his finger up in her while he's standing in the booth. Yeah, she's like afterwards, he fucking slipped the finger in. He was like, <laughs> and, and, and and this is when he's supposed to be getting married. This is Mike Tyson. When he's over there on basically his wedding tour before he's getting married to go to the porn convention. And don't take don't take this like a racist thing right here because yeah. I Did don't. Did he sniff I, his finger after? I know. <laughs> But he was literally grabbing these women like animal, like just just grabbing one after another, and um, 
me and my friend Tana Manu, Tana, you guys met Tana, and um, we were walking around, we saw him, so we brought him to the Evil Angel booth, right? But 15 minutes after I took him to Evil Angel, where Christoph Clark and the other director took a picture, he was very happy. And I took Mike Tyson and introduced to my friend Vanity. <laughs> For those of you who, uh, who follow porno, Vanity is transsexual. Oh. You yeah. know, and a very good one. It passes in a second. Vanity, yes. she's, she's pretty yeah. famous for all that. Yeah, it passes in a second. She was he, she, whatever you want. Dirty as hell. Was got busted one time for blowing people in the bathroom and shit. Yeah, yeah loves does, her job. Does he have his parts? Yeah, has his parts. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. The best way to get him to go for you is telling him you've never been in the tranny. Uh, what you haven't? You know, but yeah, she's. Sh- uh, let's just for argument's sake. Yeah. She is yeah. very, very attractive with any eight-inch dick. So anyway. Um, <laughs> You know, chicks with dicks, lots with nuts, barely female. You get the idea. So I saw her, right? So, you know, I thought it was funny. I introduced Vanity to Tyson. I have it in my clip on my uh, MySpace, if it's yeah. still around. But there's a clip where I introduced. And as soon as he saw her, kind of, he was staring at her for a while. And uh, Vanity went up and kissed, kissed yeah, no, there's a kiss oh, Mike nice. Tyson. And no, everybody was, oh, you're so lucky. And I, I was the only guy who knew that was a tranny. female. Yeah. Did you tell him? Are you crazy? <laughs> Are you fucking nuts? No. <laughs> Fuck, the first year I went to the uh, expo, I got stuck. He would have just fucking bit my ear off. <laughs> I got stuck working the booth. We're standing there where Vandy was signing at our booth that year. And I was literally waiting for the next day for somebody to come back and shoot us. Because taking pictures, guys are up on her ass and stuff. And these guys have no idea it's a tranny. I'm and she, she, at one point, she pulled her pants and she was doing helicopter through her dick. <laughs> and like all the guys were really confused because they... They didn't want to believe that that was a penis. They didn't... They, well, none of them had a notion what transsexual was. Like, you know, really... I think they went through that shock. shock that really questioned their manliness, you know? like It's, it's one that will confuse the fuck out of you because it, <laughs> it looks right. And then it's it's not. an optical illusion yeah. to a lot of guys, you know. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I did like four hundred female movie for Evil Angel or something like that. So it's it takes a lot to fool me now. But if I if I ever met them in ten years ago in Brazil, yeah, there's no way they're so pretty you just can't tell. Yeah, you know. Um, so that was the thing with Mike Tyson, and um, um, I, I didn't I didn't feel bad, you know. I mean. He was accused of rape. You know, this is what, kind of my funny, um, hey, yeah. kind of funny justice. But um, no, I, I don't have a problem with Mike. But I thought <laughs> it was serve, funny. Serves him right. But uh, yeah, no one. I mean, no one knew there was a guy. You know. Yeah. And I was, I, tr- I was trying not to laugh, but uh, yeah, Mike. You could tell by that eye, like, yeah, he was really into her. So there's blood flowing. Yeah. 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 I say, if you check out, is it on? What is it it's on your MySpace? Is that or which one? Your Facebook? Um, I tried to look at it. Uh, couple months ago and there's some problem with like popping up but let me take a look sad parts i think i have that on hard drive do you okay where i'll dig one of my old hard drives i think i still have it because i piece it together for you real quick mm. but yeah Special. and I, I took him to another booth with a uh, french porn star named katsuni and um <laughs> i told her hey katsuni why don't you buy her his ear off he just turned around give me this dirty look and I just fucking walked away, and that's the last time I... T- I thought he was going to punch me in the face. I, I was just joking, but um, yeah, so I left. But yeah, that, that's that was That's probably a sensitive subject for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. But go, going back to Jerome, so 
I, I gotta say, boy, you you were with some really incredible looking girls. I mean, I don't, I I, uh, I envy you. I'm 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 gonna say very jealous with some oh, of the well, thank you some of the girls. <laughs> and I don't care what people say, filming front of the camera, it's very difficult. I think a lot of guys think it's easy. It's not easy, man. It's I've I've been to shoots where guy trying to fuck his wife or girlfriend or something he couldn't even do it just having people standing around it takes a lot of mental toughness to do that it takes yeah. a lot of balls. you know what i mean i mean did you ever have a problem oh, uh, i struggled a lot but i got through them you know by hook or by crook you know there was a pop shot at the end but i struggled through a lot the early ones especially that's amazing you yeah. like losing your virginity through a hooker in front yeah. of like that's like going from high school to major league you didn't even go to a minor league you know just no, I got called up to the big leagues pretty yeah, quickly. And it's, I'm telling you, I have, I, I have a lot of respect for any guys fucking in front of Because women, no disrespect, you could fake it. Mm. You can't fake it with guys. Either you have it hard, fuck the girl, and pop. Well, do, don't, do a lot of guys take Viagra just to hold the erection, though? Guys, that's what I, I did it to keep from popping early. Getting oh, really? Yeah. He usually tells yeah. the guys to get red-faced. Yeah. As soon as they start getting real red, that's the guy, he's on Viagra. Oh, makes yeah. blood go everywhere. Yeah. So, and how, how oh, about, long? Oh, sorry. To Go jump. ahead, yeah. Um, I'm, once again, no names, but sometimes these guys, what's that shit that they used to shoot in their Cabra dick? Caverjacked. Yeah, caverjacked. And they were shooting their dick, dicks, and sometimes they would walk around like, like rock hard for hours at a time, you know, like, oh, come on. You could always tell, cause they, okay, number one, if they don't have the little, like, raspberry from where they injected it, it's the guy that goes, oh, I need to go to the bathroom real quick back, all of a sudden he's got a hard on. Yeah. He just comes back and he's fucking raging and it's, then after the scene, so oh, I go to the bathroom now, and then he comes, takes off, never loses it. That's got to just give you erectile dysfunction in a couple of years, right? Yeah. I think it kills the soft tissue after a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't think about and that. And then you <laughs> know, when you get a girlfriend, you probably have to start doing it out of necessity. You know. Wow. Because mm -hmm. you just can't get it up on your own anymore. Yeah. Well, there's no cameras and nothing. So tell us more about you, Jerome. Tell us about your process. As <laughs> you say that with a smile, I'm stroking <laughs> my ego here. Well. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to know? Um, I think so. Going from hooker to to fucking massage parlor, hooker's a little street. All right, oh, sorry, okay. <laughs> that was Yoshi's words. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, Jeannie I'm, has issues. I'm, <laughs> I'm more hooker guy. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, there was a table and a shower, so it was a little, you know, upscale. Yeah, a little classier. So it was just hand job. No, it was full out. Oh, okay. She was she Asian? Oh yeah, forty year old, like around forty, big tits. Where is it? Upland. What's the address? Upland. <laughs> Sakura Massage. Go there. I don't know if they're still around. Can you Cops Yelp it? Uh, <laughs> no. I'll probably Yelp them. Hey, that's where my mom used to work. TGI Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so that was your first. You were nineteen. Yes. And then, and then, how long was there a time that you didn't have sex for a while, and then you got yeah. into porn? Or? For the next two years, I just was working at, in re, uh, not retail a restaurant, and I got into porn. About three years later. And then how did you get into porn again? How, you met someone? Chico. Chico. I'm, he ran the Extreme Associates website. And like John said, they ran a wrestling company. And mm -hmm. I went to pass out flyers for him. And I met him there. And I remembered him a year later when he was writing for Luke Ford and said he needed a minion. And I refreshed his memory when I spoke to him when I did the interview in person. And a month later, I was on board. So, yeah, because I saw your website. You actually sent me the link. I was like, what the fuck is this? And you're, and you're talking to me. I appreciate it. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, I know. There's I no like, blinders there. No, no, I'm not here to judge. Oh, I'm fascinated. Um, but, yeah, I just I instantly noticed 
a shit ton of food everywhere and really hot chicks. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't sure like what the scenario was. So um, it's interesting to know that you're the one being degraded because I thought it was the woman being degraded because that's just... So the roles were reversed, which is interesting. I think we went after the anti-meat holes. uh, The meat meat holes are another infamous website and they physically abuse, but what... (laughs) And this is, this I like is, that you try to make everything sound a little nicer than yeah. this, this is this is terrible because I love that website. <laughs> I really I loved it. And Anytime they check I don't out a promote girl. beating women, but when you beat no, women, no, for I, I'm not I'm not I'm not into that at all. What I really was into was they will verbally break these girls down. Like, oh yeah, you're telling me you like that shit. That, no, it's 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 really fascinating yeah. because um once again, rough six one and two with anabolic contusion. He did the line uh, meatholes dot com, and I can't remember which girl, but he was really good at uh, contusion work behind the camera. All you hear his voice talking to the girls. Now, if the girl is mentally tough, like I'll be fair, he pissed on him too. Yeah, <laughs> give, him, give him that. Yeah, like uh, their own work with Delilah Strong. Yes, and she literally is strong. Like she's mentally tough. You you don't you won't even fuck with her because you know right away it's a waste of time. And she's physically tough. She could do really rough scenes, but she's mentally tough. There's nothing that you could say to fuck with her. And she's amazing. She she told me <laughs> she told me when she was 13, she was hanging out with her uh, female buddy friend, like a sleepover with a bunch of girls, and one of the girls' dad force her to give him a blowjob. And that's how she kind of started in the business. Mm-hmm. And, her, and I think her mom, her mom was a porn star, if I remember. But she told me for years later, she didn't realize that you didn't have to swallow because the dad, that girl's dad made Delilah Strong swallow, you know. And she said she loved it. So Wait, Delilah's own father? No, somebody else's. Somebody, okay. yeah. So she was 12 or 13, and she told me this. And like... um. You know, that's a traumatic thing for most girls. It's very traumatic. Very traumatic. But, uh, you know, her last name, Strong, <laughs> stage <laughs> name, demonstrates she's really mentally tough. So, contusion in Mijos didn't even bother with that because it wouldn't get under her skin. But there's other girls. Those are the ones I just want, I guess, because I'm from Japan, I guess I'm that I'm fascinated you by like that. Sadomasochism. Boy, okay. he knew exactly. Uh, you know, it's like paint man. You know how to push buttons. Yeah, it's like paint man. Look at the defense. He could break everything. He knows exactly what's going on in the game. He could look at the girl and know exactly what to say to break that girl. And he will break that girl. She'll start crying. Then he'll send two animals to fuck her after. Yeah. You know, and and she would not say no. She would just yeah. She'd stay with it. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she needs the check. Come on. Let's be real about it. <laughs> Rent's doing fuck. So yeah. the Hills but you know, it really was out there. And when Bush was president, I think they, I think my theory was somebody went. He made somebody go back and re-edit certain parts. Like he doesn't, he didn't want to get prosecuted. You know, who was it? Ashley Blue was that who it was they choked out? Yes. There's yeah. A, there's a notorious scene that like she they choked her out on camera. Straight up, she goes down. Oh, she, she was unconscious. Unconscious, unconscious falls out. Yeah. There was the creepiest part about it wasn't her it was her when she came to. It was like just freaking out. She's like, what, what happened? What happened? What happened type thing. That was. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah, because I, I want to say it was after the extreme prosecution and that stuff, they pretty much killed those sites because they had a series and there was like meat holes and piss mops. They were just, yeah, that was that was where the industry needed some sort of fucking boundary going on. Yeah. So were, the the minion stuff was a nice change of pace. 
No, yeah, it, 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 niche. Yeah. The, that's hard to do. It was. Yeah. It, it's almost kind of like pro woman in a way. You you, yeah. you didn't abuse them, and I think um, someone who used retail business, a lot of guys. Some guys want to see like Rocco and Manuel Ferrer, the older, stud, good-looking guys, and you know it's not that hard for Manuel to get girls, you know. Yeah. But I like Ed Powers and you because we're both for, Jewish. Oh, that's right. You're Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Kosher dick. Um, <laughs> circumcised too. So I, I like I like those because it's it's just like it's it's regular guy having sex with beautiful girls. And it's it's a different kind of fantasy because, yeah, if I was I look like Manuel, French, good looking and charming and big dick, yeah, that's not a mystery there. But for average guys seeing a girl, beautiful girl with that average guy like us, mm-hmm. it's a great fantasy. You know, you could like, okay, I could enjoy watching this. You yeah. know, it almost give you like hope. Right. Right. So so I like it. And plus, <laughs> you are not mean. They're mean to you. And, and oh no, I'm cocking it. I make fun of him. I oh, he jokes. talks a lot of shit. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. That's that's the whole reason he baits him into hitting him and stuff. Yeah, that's uh, that was the that was the Jay Leno esque monologue in the beginning, and then, <laughs> and then uh, it went it went downhill from there. Like you so say, he did the whole agent rap, so it was all the just stereotypical yeah. bullshit you you hear people try to feed a girl. Yeah. Just crap. He just whatever you do. Did, did did they go along with it? Oh yeah, no, they were all in it. All the honestly, yeah. there was only one girl I ever saw get pissed off on the set. Really. And that was Chanel that time because she was a whack job. But oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when she went. That's when she loco. went. Yeah, she went nuts, fucking actually winging shit across the room, breaking bottles and stuff. Yeah. That's actually yeah. on the minion side. That's like a BTS blooper. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, she left crying down the street. <laughs> but um, you know, most of the time the girls had a great time. They actually, it was usually they were talked into. It was worked into. It was usually part of another scene and stuff. And yeah, piggybacked on. Yeah, and they they were great about it. They'd have fun. I mean, because for the one time, okay, he's talking some shit, but they're fucking him up afterwards and they're loving it. Yeah. Did, did they get paid well to do that, or not really? No, because no. like I said, it was piggybacked on a scene, so yeah. it'd be like, okay, well, I'm gonna pay you this much to do this, and it, it's bundling. You mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Um, like it, like I'm a girl, a girl would shoot like a two on one, and then like four extra load guys, and then I would be the scene either before or after, so she'd get, let's say, two thousand dollars for that scene, and you know, she's already. Oh, no, you like a bonus? Do you ever like, see overtime? Have, have you ever seen American Pickers? Well, they, no. Oh, well, they go out, they'll go buy stuff and they go, okay, well, I buy this, this, and this, and let's make a bundle price for it. Same fucking thing. Same uh, theory. Yeah. Yeah. Negotiating. So negotiating. you're the bundle package. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Um, <laughs> so it's like, co- like Costco of porn. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. So can I, can I ask you a couple of the girls you had a scene with? If um, I remember. Okay. <laughs> so I, I think they forgot me. Um, no, I doubt it. So well, yeah. uh, like, I, like I told Yoshi, I think it's like, People who go off to war and it's so traumatic they forget about it. <laughs> I killed. Yeah. I, I Those killed, memories are repressed. I, I, I killed how many kids in a Vietnamese village? What? Yeah, exactly. So let me. Uh, so we were talking Chico Wayne and his mm-hmm. wife Hilly Page. So you you did multiple scenes with four her. scenes with her in twenty four hours. Oh, in one day. Yeah. How long were the scenes? Twenty minutes each. First one I rocked. Next one I struggled, and then the next morning she blew me twice. And by that afternoon, I was just like, I want to go home. I'm and that's the girl he empty. loves. Yeah, <laughs> that's the girl he loves. Did he ask you to do it? Off, or no, how did Chico, I go Chico, down? Chico never asked. He told. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. No, but why did you do four scenes in 24 hours? That doesn't, like, it doesn't seem. That's not even my record. I did five BJs in one day. That was, that was a zombie. Drugs or no drugs? No drugs. Wow. A lot of muscle milk. No, a lot of muscle milk. A lot of muscle milk. <laughs> 
what, what, what was is, was she easy to work with? Haley? Yeah. She was awesome. That's what I thought. She was in on it. Chico, you know, and I briefed her before it. And that was, you know, we had fun. I could usually tell a girl's personality the way she, they fuck, too. Like, if they're yeah. mean or sweet, you know, you could kind of tell. Um, God, this just makes me sad. I was such it's so a, revealing. It was <laughs> Well, it's weird knowing that I fucked a dead chick, you know. Yeah. It sounds weird coming out, but, you know, Brittany Madison was one of the first ones, and she's no longer. Oh, I How did she die? Car accident, I think. Was it? Yeah, I'm way back from Vegas or something. Yeah, Vegas is a bad yeah. trip. Yeah. Well, Anna, <laughs> stay away from Vegas, kids. No, uh, Anna Mall, she died from driving back from yeah. uh, Vegas. It's, it's like that drive that weekend. It's always dangerous, yeah. Because they, they, they were working? Partying, you know, stamp all, all four nights. Um, you know, the convention work, I have to say, girls, I mean, it's a tough work. You're standing there. Guys are always asking same stupid fucking question over and over. And, you know, you have Christina Rose and Belladonna as a world where they're very sweet to fan. But um, it, it, it takes a special person to be that patient with guys, you know, because work behind the scene. Fucking the creepiest one I ever had yeah. was Cat uh, when she came with her fucking mom. She came, brought, brought her mom. She's signing at the booth and brings her mom with her. What? Yeah. It was awesome. Bring your mom to work day? Damn straight. <laughs> and what was mom doing? Just hanging out, trying to mooch whatever she could. I mean, oh, family is crazy. Oh, she'd bring money home for him. I mean, well, we've had mothers drop their daughters off for scenes. I've yeah. done that before. That's fun. Oh, oh, how about this? That's how about this scenario? Like these chicks will show up with their kids, and the kids will be in the car outside or another room while they oh, do a scene. I was in. We were in uh, Prague. We're doing. Um, oh no! We gotta, yeah, we're doing. We're doing the casting there. You get to travel. That's pretty nice. <laughs> The perk. Um, we're, we're doing a casting, so we've got we're basically in this little shitty uh, office and stuff. So the agents bring girls in. One of them shows up with her like three year old. Literally proceeds to bring the three year old in the room with her and strip down naked. Single mom, hard at work. I'm like awesome. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get hired, but it was, she didn't get hired. No, 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 uh, no. Do you think sometimes they bring it like as a charity case? Like maybe you'll hire me now that you see I have my child with me. Does that ever work <sighs> when they play that card? No. I think they do it because yeah. they want to prove that they put out. Uh, <laughs> done it before but now nah, you mean shit because that's one yeah most of sympathy stuff the girls will try stuff but not usually most people don't fall for it during the industry because you hear it all mm. I mean, what what about tori lane what was she like do you remember she's another delilah strong-esque kind of girl really strong head on her shoulders um she was fun i i was pretty amazed by her because she was standing at booth all day being a great personality sign and um she right behind the booth she let me smell her ass <laughs> with her clothes on hold on did you ask oh yeah like like, like i i used to go like let me smell your ass like girls like yes or no like i would never grab him like i was just can i touch your boobs or ass whatever or can i see your pussy and like i i don't grab them i'm very polite about it either yeah. they say no yes or no i mean you know what i mean yeah i'm not a grabby guy <laughs> but she said, like, sure. And I smelled her ass. I'm like, that's incredible for somebody signing, like, five, six hours to not smell at all. Like, <laughs> I was just like, she is, she is Hall of Fame performer because she's very aggressive. And uh, there's nothing that you could say to uh, get under her skin. Well, she did a lot of shit for some bizarre shit, too. I mean, she did her fair share off the wall stuff. So smelling her ass is probably pretty mundane. It was great. I mean, yeah. I, I was surprised. Like, 
if you, even if you had a musky smell to it, no. I, I just thought, like she's been standing all day, but yeah, she, she was great and professional. What about Kelly Wells? Do you remember her? <laughs> I actually still talk to her once in a while. She's uh, around. She's awesome. She was one of the first scenes I did. She's, she's a character. She's, she's cool. she. I could tell she is. That's another one that you can't get under her uh, skin. She got shit from her real life boyfriend, who's a performer, for doing the minion scene. Like he would throw that in her face. All the she time. She told me when they get in a fight, you know. So you know, he was jealous. Yeah, you. it's like, sweetie, you didn't take out the garbage. Well, you fucked the minion, so fuck you. <laughs> you know, kind of shit like that. You know, it was always in the in the bank of insults, but. Uh, a lot, a lot of girls like tease and like these new girls in business. They, they, they act like I'm a whore. But let me tell you, to be like whore with capital W, these girls take that shit as a pride. You know, it really yeah. takes a lot of work. And Kelly, for sure, Tori Lang, and uh, uh, Delilah, for sure. And I, I don't say that with disrespect, with, I, I feel with yeah. awe, because. They're pretty intimidating, you know. Uh, Monique is another performer, the black girl. Yeah. <laughs> she used to put terror into guys because these guys with big dick will fuck her. And like she'll say, like, is that all you got? You're you're a faggot, you know. Like she'll talk shit back to you. Yeah. Joe Denial is another one. Like Rocco Sifredi told me, um, she, she was she, she used to be director for Red Light District, another big Gonzo company. And Rocco told me, like, man, it was like fucking a guy. She, he had a hard time, and he's one of the greatest performers yeah. of all time. And those girls intimidating. I don't talk shit to them, you know. I, I if if Rocco can tame her, you know. So Kelly Wells, I I I have a lot of respect for. That's her. a good starting lineup we got. That's three. No, those are the one. Who's I our center and power forward? Um, <laughs> but one one that I was really really fucking jealous was uh, Faith Leon. God damn. She is. Oh yeah, yeah. She was fun. I don't even remember doing the scene. <laughs> don't look at you like who was that? She yeah. is. She have a face and tits. All right. <laughs> she's she's about five ten, five eleven. Whoa. She she looks like model, like Anne Hathaway, but a b- little bit. I think she's better looking than her. And uh, her tongue was incredible. It's long. Do you remember that? Her tongue was like like Gene Simmons. She, guys, you, you suppress I know, I know all Gene the memories Simmons too. Is. I know Gene Simmons. No, no, uh, guys, go to YouTube. Faith Leon tongue. It's 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 believe me. I was what does like, she do with her tongue? I mean, sh- I mean, I'm, I think she's she does BJ thing great, but that tongue was incredible. Yeah, uh, she's a good spit shine there. Yeah, but but <laughs> I, see, when I see girl like that, I'm shocked. Like you could be doing anything else, you know? Like you're so fucking pretty. I mean, there's a lot of pretty girls in porn, but yeah. she was amazing. Yeah. That's one thing that baffles me. I don't understand why they try to try off a sugar daddy or do something different with it. I just never got that with a lot of the girls. But it just, I don't know. I don't know if it's attention or they tried finding somebody and they hooked up with the wrong person. Right. So. It'll be interesting to ask female porn star what she's up to. So, their own, well, well, actually, I had a question. What do you think? If she walked into your office and wanted to be in, in a scene. Oh, man. I was ready to give her a contract the minute she walked in here. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm musky right now too. I just came from. If you're trying to turn me off, it's not working. It's not. Oh, he's lost points. But it's a good mask. <laughs> no, you. Oh, you, 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 you definitely just put some whipped cream on me. You definitely work right away. Yeah. Um, like, hope and porn. <laughs> you just instill hope in every woman. I mean, what what, what do you think? Uh, well, do you do interracial? 
Do you bang black guys? I do. All right, well, you're perfect for black yeah. blondes. <laughs> just don't do it at first. Just wait a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wait till because, they pay me more for that. Yeah, basically, I build up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think, what was the politic with that? Because um, some agent manager, I called him pimps, um, they don't want their white girls to do black guys because something about if they do black guys, they'll get less money. Racism in the porn industry. Yeah, it's, that's how it is, basically. Is, really? it still, is it still that way, you think? That's a double-edged sword. If you don't do racism, you're racist. I mean, if you don't do interracially, you're racist. If you don't do, if you do interracial, you're an N-word lover. So, I mean, God bless interracial. If it wasn't for interracial, I think eventually, I think it eventually girls will start doing because once they do everyone's movies then they've done it to death then they have to do something new like you know ratio because there's always news like so-and-so's first anal it's like news in avn you know yeah it's usually they try to work it up you start with your start with bj scene you go to vag scene then you work your way up to anal scene then it's dp then it's i mean then you go to multiple guys so they're like at the top of the food chain in porn like black dudes they just kind of like hang out until chicks are ready for them like it's i would say it's kind of the end of the line Almost. But, it, but it seems well for like a woman's career. Get, is that where she gets paid the most? Is that how it goes, or that's or is it, or is it or is it a decline? Anal usually get the most for. Anal is usually their yeah. big score. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, the blacks almost to keep working as fucked up as that is. It sounds <gasps> yeah. As wrong as that is, that's usually what it is. Do black guys know that? I'm sure they do. Yeah, <laughs> they do sure. now. Yeah. <laughs> what are you do? <laughs> They're but, fillers. Because yeah. well, uh, didn't you tell me yesterday you still get? Um, Blowjob, but it's all black girls now. Well, yeah, they're the ones who are most willing to do it. <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> right? Of all the races, yeah. If I had to do a scientific study, I would say yeah. Well, explain, tell me more. What are you? That's what are you so talking against about? The stereotype. No, you, you know, when I shoot the behind the scenes, uh, I get a feel for the girl. That I kind of learned that from Chico when he shot his. I hate the, the same old. What are you here to do today? You know, et cetera, et cetera. I like to know that. It, if a girl's family knew that she's doing interracial, the father would just go fucking nuts, you know, or, or whatever. Racist dad, my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would go nuts. You know, I, I asked a girl, what if this performer showed up at your house to take you out? Well, my dad would take a shotgun and turn him into Swiss cheese. Mm. And as fucked up as it is, it's interesting. Yeah. You get like a little psychological profile on them a little well, bit. Yeah. And the black girls, the last one that I had fun with, she opened up to me like I was Barbara Walters for behind the scenes. She goes, I have gangbang parties, et cetera, et cetera. And the switch just clicked in my head. I'm like, oh, what can I get away with? After the scene, she's like, oh, suck your dick. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm done with paperwork. Why not? <laughs> and off camera. Yes. It's not being recorded. No. Wow. Right. Does that change your view of me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, so, I'm, I'm just always going to be fascinated. This is just. Like I said, I'm not here to judge. That's 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 so interesting. I think, um, I think that's also a gift. And I like when the way you're describing your experience and speaking to these women mm-hmm. um, is interesting because I mean, there's a part of like getting off on it, and there's also like you're trying to get to know the person mm-hmm. inside. And then I think it seems like that can also make for a better movie. Like, that's that's kind of, like, what you go for or, well, like, what do you, you want to get to. Well, yeah, the, the porn fan is also so jaded. I shot Allie James in a behind-the-scenes, and literally as it was shot, she gets a text message saying that her uncle got convicted of murder. Mm. Oh. And it wasn't planned. But I shot it, 
And I'm like, she didn't mind showing it. And we went over it. And people just said, oh, this is fake. This is scripted. It's fake. And it's disgusting. They would do that. You know, people are just so used to the man behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like with the Chico stuff, it was more jackass than it was regular porno. Right. It was a lot more just having fun, being dumbasses. More, more. It was a lot more like a fraternity than anything else. It was more yeah. frat bullshit than anything. Um, who was it? Uh, was it Gina Oso that he had in the backyard in the tent? Yeah, he shot her while she was on house arrest. Too. Yeah, at his house. Ankle <laughs> bracelet on the whole bit. Awesome. Yeah. And then she, then he kept her in like tents or something. Back yeah, he out. said the house was haunted. That's what he told me. That he told her the house was haunted, so he put a tent in the back so she could sleep there. I guess he didn't want her sleeping with him. And he got pissed that she gave him chlamydia. Oh, oh that's terrible. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> so I, I think we have a few more minutes and just wrap okay. it up. But um, um, one more time, is there anything that you want to plug before we go? Um, you know, The company that you work for? Well, Dog Fart, which is uh, has the umbrella of Blacksonblondes.com, cumbang.com, and my own blog, which you can see my own wacky shit, which is theminionplanet.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, at dogfartnetwork. Lots of free free shit. Like, there's not enough free porn out there, but lots of behind-the-scenes stuff. And can I, can I add real quick, um, before we started recording, I was asking you about that, and you mentioned something really interesting this week um, mm-hmm. about the website, and that's that you do, so since you don't shoot in front of the camera anymore, mm-hmm. you still update the minion itself. Because you have right. a lot of backlog mm-hmm. work. So you have this huge <laughs> archive. I have of, an administration I look through and it says what scenes I got to write for. And I have three coming up for the Minion. One's with Veronica Jett from like eight years ago. Wow. So yeah. Cool. I haven't heard that so name he up- in a long time. Updates. Interesting. Um, so la- la- last couple things. Like John H., I-, I hope you find a job soon or whenever you need to find a job. And, um, you know, I hope. You guys come back again, and um, um, do you have any sort of like aspiration goal that you want to accomplish in the business? Or do you do you want to get out? Hey, I'm pretty much done with it. There's not yeah. much else to do. It's, yeah, the business is kind of dying. I mean, it's coming down to a few companies now, and that's about it. I mean, and we pretty much work most of them. <laughs> I've worked all the ones that are reputable enough that I want to work at. Yeah, I mean, all the other ones are basically stuff that I'm pretty damn sure is going to fold. So, look, man, time to go. If anyone needs editor, um, you know, just email me at dumbyoshi at gmail.com. You want to help John H? He's, he's a great guy. He works really hard. And um, the, the thing that I always tell people is whenever you meet a porn person with family, with a kid, and their kids are protected, and which you've done a really good job, I know you're a good guy. We could do this that day job, but you're able to separate the two. So, that, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad you were able to do that, you know. Yeah, well, that was the thing. Like, yeah. I've, well, I've been married longer than I've been in the porn industry. I've been married almost 15 years yeah. now. And talked to my wife before I started editing and junk like that. But, I mean, I never fucked the girls. It was never my thing. Did it ever affect your marriage at any point? No, not really, honestly. My wife's cool as hell. I She's talked, great. Yeah, I talked to her before I got into it. I mean, she went she moved to Europe with me with what we were doing and stuff. I mean, she's I mean, she been to the avian shows with me and stuff. What does she do? She's a nurse. Oh, yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah. So she's a giver. Yeah, she likes to help sick people. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no. Yeah. That's great. That's so, thanks, John. Daron, um, anything else? I mean, um, I, I wish you nothing but the best, and I really appreciate you going out of your way. Hey, to go come Broncos. That. That's all I got to say. That's the last <laughs> one. Wait, how, how are you Bronco fan? We have no team here, and I like Peyton. I liked what he did with the Colts. I love Peyton, too. Yeah. I really um well, you know, I hope we could get you back. I, I'm sure I'll remember other stuff because you guys know all the crazy stories. And, you know, 
corporate. It's too corporate now. You know, the, all this wacky, crazy stuff that I love. Doesn't I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm not. No, it doesn't. It's really all business now, and it's sad. A lot of the people that I like, either dead or left the business, and you know. But um, well, thanks for doing the show, and um, yeah, hope to you. have you guys. Thank you. On the show thanks again. All right. Thanks. Yeah.